Hi, my name is Josh McCarthy, and I want to welcome you to another edition of our Ask the Experts Weekend here on 104.5 WOKV. And this show is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. Pete, the job guy, Langlois, introduces his listeners to the most innovative companies, and he explores the career journeys behind some of the world's most influential individuals. And this is all done with an honest and oh-so-entertaining filter that is unique to Pete, the job guy, Langlois. Take it away, Pete. Hello out there, all you hard workers. Well, you did it. You just made a great decision, and that is listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. After all, this show is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. We give tips to help you be more effective and productive in your careers. That's a big part of the show, and with me, as always, is the semi-world famous Angie Langlois, our co-host. What's up, people? <laughs> people. What's up, people? That's yeah. a new one. Right. Right, right. Uh, you know, and our show is really breaking down, broken down into a few segments. One is the career advice. And the second part of the show, Angie and I go into the mailbag. And the mailbag is where we take your emails that you send me. And you talk about, a, you know, people send me email and they'll tell us about a difficult work situation they're having. You know, my boss is a jerk. How do I deal with this? Or my coworker or my, you know, I, I need to get promoted and I'm getting looked over. Whatever it is, if you have a difficult work situation and you want expert advice, send me an email. Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com. We'll read your email sometimes on the air. Sometimes we'll create a whole show around your scenario to make sure that you get the answers you need. That's one part of the show. Another part of the show is each week I introduce you, or Angie and I introduce you, it's we now, we introduce you to some of Jacksonville's most influential people, and today I got a great guest, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second. I'm so glad she's here. And the third part of our show is where we have Boston Danny, and Boston Danny has been with us since the show's inception almost five years ago. Boston Danny likes to tell us about the fair city of Boston. He brags about his sports teams and his grandson, Desmond. But he also does spe something special for you guys. So if you have someone in your life that you want to give a shout out to, maybe just say thank you or something for making your workday a little brighter. Or perhaps it's their birthday or an anniversary and you just want to recognize them and have a, have a little shout out some special for them well send me an email and my email address again is pete at petethejobguy.com i'll take your email i'll give it to boston danny and he'll give your person a wicked piss a shout out like only boston danny can <laughs> all right guys i told you every time angie and i get together and we uh, have an episode we introduce you to some of jacksonville's most influential people and i'm going to tell you who we have today we have have an author. She's local, local to Jacksonville. Her name is Retta Ward, and she has a great book that just came out. It's The Mad King's Revenge, book one. Welcome to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy, Retta Ward. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Woo! Woo. <laughs> so tell us, you know, before we get into the book, we want to learn about the author. Tell us a little bit about you. I know you've grown up from the four corners of the earth and, you know, you've, you've lived a life. But tell us a little bit about you. I like to think that I've lived everywhere on 95 south of the Mason-Dixon line, and that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> right. My father worked for... 
IBM, which is notorious for having you move all over the place. Yes, and they yeah, are. As soon as you're comfortable, let's move yeah, you over let's here. Go. That's right. <laughs> and then I had the pleasure of him switching to Uncle Phil, as we refer it, Philip Morris, the cigarette mm, manufacturing yes. company. Okay. And he was transferred overseas to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So I got to spend a lot of time in Europe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. And um, it was an interesting time with the wall just falling down and lots of change and turmoil and college years and the summers I was able to travel your rail to some of the Eastern Bloc countries when they fell. and I was going to say, I bet you saw a little bit of everything during that time period. Greatly blessed. Yes. Funny that I went to... Prague in, I think it was 89, and there was no KFC, McDonald's, nothing. Very basic. <laughs> and and then I'm this like, American girl. Yeah. I'm like, what I, am love I, gonna eat? I love it. I love it. The Thousand Year Old Bridge. This is great. <laughs> yeah. And then I go back with friends two years later, and it's been Americanized. Mm. <laughs> Amazing how quickly that happened. Right, right. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, well, tell us about the Mad King's Revenge book one. Tell us about the book. Like what, like, let me just, let, sorry, I'm going to interrupt because that's okay. what I do because you're my husband. <laughs> um, where in the world did you get an idea to even start writing? Because for people out there that are, that are thinking about it or like, where does that even come from? I had written a couple of short stories, especially when my children were young, okay. and they were pretty dear to me. And my grandmother was um, encouraged me. She wrote for she wrote copyright for a couple of businesses in the Baltimore area, and she was an advice columnist mm. at the local uh, talk radio station in Baltimore for years and years. And she was the first female on air. There. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So I have a great love of history and history major, right? Yes. All history. Right. I have a double major, history and communications. So, so it right. kinda, it's coming natural to you somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I um, had been watching news and stories lately and it's like, and with, you know, trials and people not being held accountable. I'm like, there are a lot of historical figures that I would like to see held accountable that were never held accountable in their time period. So that's kind of where I went off from there. And then I went on to, well, what, where were the really bad ones? And I'm like, the World War II Nazi era. Yes. They're 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 going right there. Going right there. So, you know, and, um, you know, tell us, uh, you don't want to give away too much, but tell us a little bit more about the book and what it's about. And, you know, your, uh, Yeah. I decided to take it from a little uh, looser standpoint from, I try and keep most of it historically accurate. And mm-hmm. I have historical figures who have passed that were famous in Germany um, come and haunt the current Nazi <laughs> leaders. Nice. And let's just say there's a veil maybe where, you know, there's life and death and who knows where it intersects, but maybe in death they're going to be held accountable. But maybe a little prodding from, like, uh, Frederick the Great can come back and do some damage to some of these individuals or make them try and see the error of their ways so they can try and correct some of the atrocities that they will be or may be heading towards committing. Wow. Oh, my so, gosh. That's so awesome. Historically correct, but time periods overlap. And uh, historical. Well, of course, yes. when you're dealing with, you know, whatever dimension these souls have passed on have come in 
What's going to hold him back? One of the main characters who does the haunting is King Ludwig II of Bavaria. And if you're familiar with any history in the 1800s, he lived in it's um, and he passed away under murky circumstances at mm. best. Uh, he was very artistically inclined and built a lot of museums, hotels, and buildings, including a castle that Walt Disney used as his example for uh, the Magic Kingdom. Exactly. No kidding. Oh wow! <laughs> so. He has a great love of architecture and writing everything, as well as it was thought to be in his lifetime that he was um, closeted homosexual. Mm -hmm. So he comes back because he would be considered one of the undesirables Mm -hmm. to try and tell them, hey, you can't do these things that you're doing. So the story goes in chronological order from the early portion when the Nazis come into power to all the way to the end in the second book. But Ludwig likes to take people on little journeys to tell them, look at this. This is what you're doing wrong. And look at what we did here. This is why you're doing this wrong. This is compelling. Almost like a Christmas story, but like way worse. (laughs) (laughs) What I love is is the historical accuracy, bringing real characters, having a little artistic license with them and and Mm -hmm. utilizing them to maybe right some wrongs in life. I love it. We're learning more, guys, about the Mad King's Revenge, book one. Our guest today is Retta Ward. The music that we're hearing right now tells us we have to take a short break. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp-to-perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today, because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 904- Four seven nine nine six one zero. guys. Thank you very much. That was our show sponsor, Ascendo Resources. If you are looking for any type of staffing assistance, if you need accountants, IT professionals, uh, administrative, clerical, IT, human resources, anything that you really work at in an office setting in front of a computer, call the good folks at Ascendo Resources. And despite some of the challenges that, you know, the market has, people say there's no qualified candidates out there. They're hard to find. I can promise you there hasn't been a qualified candidate genocide recently. They're out there. You just call the good people at Ascendo Resources in Jacksonville and they'll be glad to help you. Guys, I told you our guest today is Retta Ward. Her book is The Mad King's Revenge, book one, and we're learning a lot about it. So so our, our king, who's traveling King uh, Ludwig II from Bavaria. And he was also known as the Mad King. Oh. <laughs> and he was deposed because he was considered the Mad King, hence the title. Oh, Got it. And, and it's in, he's an interesting person. Did you? Because because listen, I, I I took regular history classes and I knew some. I've forgotten and learned some things. But you selected him as kind of is he your heroine in this or the her- hero? I guess it would be. Is he kind of or loosely? Yes, loosely. But why did you select him? I selected him because he was creative. He 
had, he would have been one of the undesirables, yet he oh, was yeah. revered yeah. during his lifetime. And, and we still today, it's one of the main reasons people go to Bavaria is to see some of the castles and the artistic work mm-hmm. that he built. And he almost went bankrupt in his lifetime building these things. But he managed to to support the entire community in Bavaria with a lot of his um, work. He didn't use slave labor like the Nazis did. So, of course, Mm -hmm. he's going to reprimand them for that. (laughs) And so he tries. I thought it was good if he was just awoken from the grave and kind of was led begrudgingly to put these people in line. Right. And when, like, how long did it take you soup to nuts? Because sometimes it's hard to just get started. And then sometimes you start writing and you put it away for a couple of years and pick it back up. How was it for you? It it was time consuming. I think I started in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, the second book's already done. I'm just doing the final editing. But editing and re-editing and making sure the flow is very difficult when you're writing a longer book. Because you have to check yourself. Okay, wait, what did I do with this person here? I need to come back to that. Mm-hmm. So you have to try and manage your time and doing that. But no, not all of us have time to do that thing. And I have another job as well. So, you know, finding the time is important. And you, when you want to try and do something, it, I think you have to set a timer. Okay, this is my hour a day where I'm going to do something for me and get my time in order so I can just clear my mind and concentrate on what I'm trying to do. Oh, wow. If folks want to get a copy of your book and they want to read it, which I highly recommend folks get the Mad King's Revenge book one, Red Award. How do they get the book? It's available on Amazon on hardback and will be coming out on Softback very shortly as well as KD Kindle um, very shortly. All right, good. What else can you tell us about this book? Because, look, the the story is so interesting. It's it's unlike anything I've heard recently or, you know, before. It sounds like it was probably therapeutic in some ways. (laughs) I think it was because all of us in our daily lives, I think, when we've been wronged or, or harmed in some way and we're just like, they're getting away with this. When are they going to All not- you got to do is write about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come up well, with what you're going to do. <laughs> maybe they're not going to get away with it. Maybe something else is going to happen. Maybe they're going to be held accountable for it. It doesn't necessarily, the Nazis didn't necessarily all believe in Christianity. Some did. So maybe, you know, there's a heaven and a hell, but others of them believed in you know, the old Norse mythology. And so how would they be held accountable in that aspect? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Is, and I, I I don't want to give too much away, but is book two, I know it's, it's already, you've already written most of it. You're editing. Is it a continuum? It's a continuum. This one ends in like 42, 43. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of right when, um, North Africa has pretty much fallen and um, the opening of the second book is talks about the assassination of Heydrich, who was a um, protector of Czechoslovakia, who was pretty brutal individual. And um, he had a pretty uh, horrific assassination. But it goes from there. And he's haunted, too. In book one and then continued into the first chapter of book 
two. And King Ludwig II is is uh, is is still, still. He's there. He always has a couple of friends that join him. In the case of Heydrich, he has um, Mendelssohn joins him because you know Mendelssohn was a gay but wonderful artist mm-hmm. in his lifetime. I mean, we owe him the wedding march. Mm. <laughs> <Wow>. Yes, <Yeah. laughs> the wedding march. Okay, so I have to ask you: Do you believe in ghosts? What's your opinion of that? Because you know there's I people do. out there. I, I knew do. you did. I, can I tell. do. No, my my family uh, has a house that is in Virginia Beach, and when I was a kid, it's in um, it's called the Buffington House, and there was a Civil War veteran who died, and no, he was Union soldier who died in the house during the Civil War, mm-hmm. and he was an older man who had a white beard, and he only appeared to children. Interesting. So I'm, I take it I you saw him once when I was a little one yeah. visiting, but who knows? Right, know. right. <laughs> I did. Excuse me. I have to ask you this this question. I ask this all my guests, it's, and it's really relevant given the the, the yes. nature of this book. If I had a time machine and put you in that time machine, and who are you, you going to haunt? No, I'm kidding. And <laughs> sent you back in time, and you got to meet a younger version of yourself, maybe say 19, 20 years old. You walk right up to young Retta Ward. You put your hand on your shoulder, look yourself right in the eye, and say, "Retta, let me give you this advice. What advice would you give your younger self?" Retta, travel more and worry less. It all works out. That's perfect. Oh, I love that. Did you hear that, Pete? I did. I <laughs> travel did. more, worry less. I don't think Keep anybody can it, travel Angie. more than us. I no. Know. <laughs> oh, yes, we can. Okay. <laughs> the Mad King's Revenge, book one by Retta Ward. Again, it's available on Amazon, Kindle, yep. uh, you said as well. Thank you so much for being on yes, Hard Work. Yes, this is awesome. Thank guy. you. Thank you, Pete and Angie, for having me. Oh, there she goes. Bye, Retta. <laughs> she was great. Retta, yes. Yeah, and that's a book. I'm going to tell you. I kind of like the uh, the premise is really super cool. You pick and choose different people through, and she knows everything there is to hey, know. Well, about I didn't history. realize she lived in Switzerland and she went to Geneva. I, in she the speaks 80s. a couple languages. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing. She's a very learned person, very traveled person, and she put this together. And imagine taking and jumbling history a little bit. Yeah, to hold people and haunting ac- people. Yeah, I'd love hold, that. Well, it's holding them accountable for the atrocities that they committed. So they, she picks, I want this person. And I said Christmas story earlier. I meant to say Christmas carols, what it sounded like, because it's like a past future. Like that's how. Oh, the haunted by the ghost. I didn't know what the heck you were talking about. I know, sorry. I I swear sometimes, Ange. You are so dumb. Your mom. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think I'm, I, I actually don't read very often and I don't know if it's lazy or we just. Whatever the reason, but you, I want to read that. Right. You remember when I traveled all the time for business, mm-hmm. I read a different book uh, on the ev- plane every week. And, and sometimes it was more than one a week. I've read so many books and I had my my authors that I, I like this one and I like that one. As soon as something hit the 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 bestsellers list or I, you know, I'd see it on the stand, I'd scoop it up and I'd read it. I got hooked on the plane with reading books. And then I get to my hotel room and I read. Didn't they used to have like a club thing and you could like return it back to the next airport? Oh, you were at the club. You were at a different (laughs) club. I'm going to club you. I No, I never club me. I never um, actually was in a book club or something. You know what club you you were in? You know what I'm talking about. No, you were in that CD club. Oh, yeah, the Columbia. Oh, the Columbia. Was it Columbia House giveaway or something? Yeah, and you would pay like a 
99 cents, I think, and you got seven, but you couldn't forget that it was only one week, and you had to, I can't remember the rules, but I you just, had to. I just remember, so we started dating, and you had a couple of things that were really, really special. This okay. is off topic, but very interesting. I know, but one thing you had, you had a Sony Trinitron TV. <laughs> it was it was uh, huge. You know, it was like a, a big ship anchor. Do you but know it had I paid $558 for that sucker? And it was amazing. I was like, man, this girl's got the best TV I've ever <laughs> seen. Let's just hang out at your house. You know, you had a really nice TV. The other thing you had was the Columbia CD collection. That, that this... Oh, uh, the CD book. Yeah, you had this portfolio book of every CD and I love so many of them. I, I love, you know, I remember I lifted the soundtrack to Pulp Fiction out of there. Um, I was wondering what happened to that. Oh, I, I took that. What's that one? On my way. On my way. Oh, traveling. Uh, the traveling Wilburys. Traveling. <laughs> the Blues Travelers. No, it wasn't Blues Travelers. <laughs> Do you know who it was, Jay? I don't know who that was. Oh, here we go with the music trivia again. I'm away. Anyways. All right, so net-net is I'm super cool. Yeah, you... you, Rusted root. Oh, Oh, yeah. Rusted root. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, second part of the show, we got two things, guys. Uh, we're coming to the, uh, the. I think we got a few more minutes. We're coming to the the, the bottom of the hour break. For the second half of the show, we're going to do the the mailbag. This is where if anybody has a difficult work situation, Angie and I are experts. You know, we've run staffing agencies for over 20 years. We've seen it all, heard it all. Seen it all, heard it all, career-wise. And we've literally placed, when I say Angie and I have placed thousands and thousands of people in their jobs, uh, we mean it. I mean, that's for real. And in that, you know, we're career coaches, counselors. We've heard it. We've, you know, we have temps out that deal with a difficult boss and all these situations. So we've seen it all. We've heard it all. And there's no shortage of people out there, Ranch, that when, you know, giving advice, you know, you see, you know, somebody 20 years old, you know, in a bikini on the beach telling everybody how to live a Zen lifestyle. And I'm like, (laughs) what the hell have you lived through? Or building off the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, look, uh, we've seen it all in business. And when we offer advice, it's it's from experience. And, you know, we know there's a lot of different ways to handle situations, and we usually know what the best one is. And if we don't have an answer, we can get it because we have experts available to yes. us as well. So uh, just I, I always caution people when you get advice, especially career advice. You know, the guy down the street that says, oh, yeah, you should get into this. You know, he yeah. might not be the best. Uh, most resource. advice is most opinions is how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is actual advice. There you go, because it's it's based on facts. You know, we know employment trends locally and nationally. So again, if you have a difficult work situation, you know, my boss is a jerk. What do I do? Or you know, or what, something what, funny, or like something you just want to like, hey, let's talk to Pete and Angie. Let's see what they would do. Right. Just, just email us. Drop us an email. Yeah. Pete at petethejobguy.com. That's the email. Pete at petethejobguy.com. You send an email. You know, you have a question. How should I structure? my resume or what should my major be in school if I or if you're out there listening and you're like I'm gonna stump them I bet they've never had this situation I'll bring it do it <laughs> bring it so when when you send that email of course we read it and then we'll either uh, read it on the air which we're gonna do today and we'll redact the names we're not gonna or immediately delete it yeah 
Yeah, well, we'll just delete it and never talk to you again and, and tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write back, unsub, take me off your list. No, no. We'll either read it on the air and give you the answer to your question. We might have a show around it. We might bring an expert on. Uh, heck, we might even invite you to you come on the show. You just never know. You yeah. never know. Yeah, you never know, Peter. Yeah. You never know. Oh, that music right there tells us it is time now to take the bottom of the hour break. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Welcome back to Hard Worker to Pete the Job Guy with 104.5 WOKV. Welcome back, all you hard workers. And that little voice there, that was Jaden. That's a four-year-old son of our producer, Jay. Welcome back, you hard workers. I beat the job. It is the cutest thing. And uh, we, we love having him as part of the show. It's a, a future radio star, but he's the star of this show each and every week. He welcomes us back from the bottom I of the hour I bet he's soon break. to be five. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's oh. coming um, Yeah. Very, very soon, this month. All right. We got kindergarten. Here we come. Both of our kids are having their birthday this month, too. So mm-hmm. it must be something cool in the kids. air around this time. So <laughs> nine months ago. All right. So uh, Retta Ward was our guest, and her book is The Mad King's Revenge, book one. I, I, I love the premise. I love the thought of it. Uh, we're yeah, gonna if you're read into it. mythical hauntings in Germany and historical information. And uh, like uh, holding... Uh, people accountable yes. for the, uh, uh, their atrocities. I love how she's, you know, bringing time travel into it and tangled it all together. A colorful person. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a second! Oh Folks. my gosh, scared well, me. I, the, that, <laughs> right now, I just found out it's time to play lightning round. Lightning round is a trivia game, and our two contestants today are Angie Langlois and Jay, our producer, Jay. Woo! <laughs> Today's topic I selected is all about canines. Or dogs, if you guys want to make it real easy for everybody. Who's going to go first? Ladies uh, first. Ladies first. Angie. Okay. Through what part of the body do dogs sweat? This is I a told one. you. This is a weird I'm one. Terrible and I know at this trivia. Um, you got to make a guess. You can't just go, um, three. Their feet. Yes, the paws. They they have paws. They I mean, feet. sorry. <laughs> they have paws. Jay, what are you thinking? You thinking she might have she might have cheated a little bit on no, that? I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find out later. <laughs> okay, uh, 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 you know because I I think you might have cheated on that. I swear, I was gonna. I gave you credit for feet. Dogs don't even have feet. See. All right, so one to nothing. Jay, this one should be easy. What is the most common training command? Taught to dogs. Sit. Sit is correct. Sit is the most common training command taught to dogs. Is probably the easiest command to teach. Okay. Except Angie. for my dog. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Emma doesn't know how to sit. Mm-mm. Okay. This one. This one might be tough. I want to see if you get this. Puppies are delivered how many weeks after conception? So growing up, our dogs seem to have puppies. A lot. It seemed like every few months. So I'm going to go with like 16 weeks. 16 weeks? Ah. Jay? Uh, nine weeks? Nine weeks is correct. Ah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, I don't know. Nine Woo, weeks? Nine weeks. 
in 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, Jay, this one's to you to actually go up uh, on Angie of this one. Uh, wow. I knew the answer to this. What is the favorite dog breed of Queen Elizabeth, uh, Queen of England? Well, she is a deceased queen. Uh, what was her dog? She has a bunch of them. Well known. A lot of pictures. Okay, I, I wanna, do know this. I want to say like a, a corgi. Yeah. Oh, wow. I only know that because Abby has a corgi. Cor- <laughs> I, I just don't know. Is I, was, I was thinking corgi. Westie or corgi. You were right. It corgi. was definitely a corgi. And she's got a... Uh, uh, okay, Angie, this is for you for the tie. So it's two to one right now. Which dog is the smallest breed of them all? I'm going to go with Chihuahua. Chihuahua is the smallest. Okay. I, I think they have little teacup Chihuahuas oh and stuff like that. And they're, little they're, Chihuahuas. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> tiny. Uh, all right. Now we're going to into a little bit more of a difficult question, Jay. So it is two to two right now. Uh, Jay, normal adult dogs have how many teeth? Oh. Um, 22. Nope. Yeah. Ah, Angie? I was trying to think in my head how many teeth I have. <laughs> um, 32. No, it's close. It's funny because it's 22, 32. The answer is 42. Uh. Oh, we could have <laughs> just kept going. Go, on, go up 10 increments. All right. Uh, this goes to Angie. Your mom. Yep, your mom. Uh, true or false? Dogs can only see in black and white. Um, I don't. I think that's false. It is false. Dogs can actually see in multiple colors. How do you know this? I mean, someone said. Well, clearly a dog wrote twice those. if you can see colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I right. said fart. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say fart. <laughs> all right, and. Uh, let me see. I think this is the last question I have, and I believe this is to Jay for the win. Yeah, it is. And this is for the win, and it's not a hard one. What oh. is a dog's most highly developed sense? Smell. Yes, it says Jay wins. Oh, I feel better. You're redeemed for the whole day. <laughs> you're redeemed. You're redeemed. Angie, I know we said we're going to do some mailbag questions. Uh, you have any? Uh, I yeah. do. I have a couple, and I'm going to summarize. So yeah, yeah. And uh, guys, again, we're not going to use names. We're not going to say companies. Definitely not using this person's right, right. name. <laughs> All right. What's the first one? All right. And- so the first scenario is what? What do I do? Um, and I'm I'm glad that I don't even know if I know your name, so I'm glad I didn't write it down. But if you've got somebody at work that smells, how do you address that? Like how how do you um like how do you even go about dealing with that? That was the question. Okay, so the person has a coworker that's smelly, and you know what I immediately thought of, and I hope Rich Byers listening because you know your feet were so rank. When you sat over by Pete. I don't know why, Rich, she, <laughs> and she thinks that you had smelly feet. You know, and you I, know he- I, I like to apologize if you're listening because <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, shots fired for Rich. I don't think he deserves that. I think that. he even knew. Okay, sorry. I don't think he had smelly feet. Did he have smelly <laughs> yeah, feet? Yeah, he did. All right, all right. Sorry. Well, oh, my gosh. Listen, if, sorry, it's, Rich. if it's offensive. Like that was. Sorry, yeah, Rich. Yeah, to me, if it's offensive and that is something that is controllable, 
Uh, my well, what is the smell? That was one part of the email that they didn't put. So is it like an alcoholic thing? I guess you have to do more research. Yeah, is, is, you know, is the person gassy? Is it body odor? Are they unclean? Is it the feed thing? To me, it, it all depends. The situational like, is, is something that you have to be situationally aware in life, okay? And I, I would have to dig deeper. What's your relationship with this person? Before I ever say, let me talk to the boss or, you know, I, I don't want that person to be uncomfortable. And, and you know, first I would say, what's your, na- what's the nature of your relationship? Can you have open conversation? You know, geez, um, you know, Jay, I, I, I just, you know, I'd like to talk to you about something. It's very personal. This is hard for me. Uh, there's an odor emanating for, from your area. And God dang, you know, I, I hate to bring this up and I feel bad, but um, I have to say something because it's kind of bugging me. I'm trying to light candles. And that's, that's one thing. Another thing, uh, another way to handle it without involving another person um, is an uh, anonymous note to the person. Mm. Hey, I care about you. I'm sharing this with you. You you know, you you might need to put some more deodorant on or, uh, you know, there's your body odor is, is one that I can smell. And I'm doing this anonymously. I'm not telling anybody. There's no gossip going on here. I'm just bringing you to your attention so that it can be corrected. And that's all. Uh, never shoot the messenger. Anybody else have a IDJ or Angie, something that you think? I mean, I feel like I can talk to people really well. So I'd probably pull them aside and talk to them and find out what's going on. Because if they're coming to work in that situation, you never know what's going on. Maybe they don't have their water. Maybe they had to walk to work. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you never know the situation. But I think just like you said, talking to the person and figuring out next steps is the first way to go. I'm, I'm glad you said that because you never know what is the breaking point with right. an individual. And something usually is triggering mm-hmm. that. Always. Um, and, you, you know, you, you, being empathetic and understanding mm-hmm. uh, going in like that. Um, for, for other people, both of those solutions, maybe they're not comfortable with, you know, there's always going to your boss. Right. I can share with you running a staffing agency for as long as I've had, I, I have, and I believe Angie, you've had this as oh, well. We've had to counsel, counsel people on, um, passing gas at work. Yes. Yes. Somebody thought it was hilarious to keep going around passing gas. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had to counsel that person twice. And three strikes, he was out. It's Except not funny. if you're Lori Prendergast yeah, and Lori. you really needed to get him out to work. Remember and that, Lori, like, if oh, you're listening, remember that you uh-huh. know exactly who we're talking about. Yeah, the and mad fighter. And we'd all start laughing when you'd bring him up. He's that available. Way. Yeah, Of course yeah. he's available. Yeah, you got, why wouldn't he be available? <laughs> he's got his beans with him and he, you know, he's, he's going to come in. It was awful. But, you know, we've we've counseled things, uh, uh, people on a number of different topics and certainly the, the smells. Um, uh, and, and you know it's funny. We could tell stories. Oh on, my uh, gosh! The, the weirdest one was what people leave behind after they end an assignment. <laughs> like if a, a, somebody's a temporary, who's been in there for a few months, and they leave, and they empty out the contents of what they had in in their well because they don't come pick them up. And I I I, I have one that's amazing. What, what? I'm not even going to say. It's Why? Just, it's just because it was a box full of unmentionables. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. A box full of unmentionables, We'll just folks. leave that one. We'll, we'll leave that one yeah, alone. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> all right, Edge. What else you got from the mailbag? Um, okay, so the next, the next um, person needs to know, um, really, they're super unhappy with their job um, to the point where they want to quit, and they really, really need to find another position. How do you manage that or how do you juggle that? 
easy, right? Because everybody in the United States, so this quiet quitting. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, 100% happy with my job. So I'm going to do the bare minimum until I get fired. Or yeah, find don't do else. that. Don't do that. Yeah. That's what Angie and I say. When you have a job, right, and you need a job to pay the bills, treat that job like it is the best job that you've ever had in your life. A lot of times you can turn that situation mm-hmm. around if you just decide, you know, I'm having a bad experience at work or this isn't my career path. I don't want it. Still give it your absolute best while you're there because a lot of times you can turn it around. Somebody else will notice you being awesome in a, in a difficult area and they could pluck you out of there at the same company and, you know, and things flourish for you. So keep that in mind. But if you if you know that this job isn't for you, maybe there's not a career trajectory or the benefits aren't right or there's, there's no work-life balance that you're looking for. And despite how hard you try, you can't make it awesome. Right, okay? right. Uh, what Angie and I recommend is, okay, look, always do your best at your job. Don't lose your job and don't quiet quit. Do your best, but get your resume together. You know, mm-hmm. you get off work, you know, spend an hour, two hours getting your resume together. Talk to a recruiter. I, would, I was just going to say first that. First thing I would do is call Ascendo Resources yeah. and call Angie Langlois at Ascendo Resources. Angie, what's your number? So in case anybody's thinking, you know, you're in a job right now and you're looking for that next step. You, you, you've decided, I think I want to change. Let me see what's out there and I need some some help. What's your number? Um, it's 904-663-2654, but it's also on my LinkedIn, so my number and my email address. All right, Angie Langlois, or yes. you could call me, Pete, the job guy, Langlois. Either one of us will help you. So we recommend first get a resume together loosely. It doesn't have to be perfect if you call Angie uh, or if you call me or the, any of the good folks at Ascendo Resources. We'll give you resume advice and tips to help it to you know, really look good and stand out. We'll also talk through what are some different different career paths and help you, you know, you might think that you want to do one thing and consult with us and we might, you might change your mind Mm -hmm. altogether. But, you know, first thing, get a resume together. Second thing is talk to an experienced recruiter that's successful, Angie or Pete, and then, you know, and, and try to develop you know, a list of companies, do a little internet research. You know, if you're looking for a job, you know, they're out there, but really get on the internet, look at a company that you want to work for. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, you don't want to sell widgets at this one company or you want to, you know, you want to work for a feel good company that has a purpose that's aligned with what your goals are and who you want to be. And and that's some of the things I do. Anything am I missing here, Ange? Well, the thing, I think it's not, you almost need to do a full-time job of looking for a job. That's the problem. But if you're working, you can't do that. But you do need to time block every single day consistently. Um, take, make sure you get your goals together and you put a plan together. Right. If you're 100% ready to walk out the door and you want to find a job, you can do that, but you've got to put a plan together. Right. And a good recruiter can help you do just that. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that, you know, are journeymen in this business. They go to an agency, work there for a year, and then go to another one and another one. Or they, you know, they, they need career advice themselves rather than, you know, to dispense 
mindset. So, you know, when you have a good recruiter, they can talk through market trends and, and um, you know, a lot of different things that, that, that can help steer the ship for you, um, you know, and help you land not just a job, but that dream career. Yeah, the job. Right. Yeah. Now, look, that music we're hearing right now tells us we have to take a quick break and listen to this message from our show sponsor. You're listening to Hard Borco with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here at Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp-to-perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today, because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 904- 479-9610. Oh, you hard workers out there in the world. If anybody needs staffing assistance in North Florida, you call the good folks at Ascendo Resources. After all, it's where Pete the Job Guy and Angie Langlois this is where we work. This is our business. This is what we do. We help people uh, to, with, with career advice, and we help place people at great companies in Jacksonville. We also help the great companies in Jacksonville find people better, faster, and a lot of times cheaper than, you know, than they can do it on their own. We augment talent acquisition teams. We don't compete with them. And uh, we do temporary staffing, uh, high-end consulting for IT and accounting and finance. And we do direct hire, direct placement, uh, headhunting services. And And we are now one of the larger staffing companies in Jacksonville. I have to say, you know, number one, we are certified minority-owned company. Yes. Number two, we are are awesome. Awesome. Number three... (laughs) I believe we are the biggest staffing agency in Jacksonville that's dedicated to Jacksonville only. I agree. There are other agencies that are bigger here in Jacksonville. But they don't work solely in Jacksonville. Yeah, they're servicing national accounts, everything. We focus on Jacksonville. And in this community, we work hard, we have fun, and we give back. And we mean it. You'll see us. You'll see the good, all the folks at Ascendo Resources. You'll see us at at your fundraisers. We were just at Chemo Noir um, last last week. What a great event Chemo Noir is to help families. What was the place that we went to? We'd never been. The Yards. Why have we never been to the Yards? What a great venue. But, you know, Chemo Noir exists to help families that have someone that's affected with cancer uh, and the enormity of the bills that they have. Uh, you know, cancer, yes. the, the bills are incredible. So it's a fundraiser to help people pay their bills. And it, it, the cause is great. The people's, yes. the, the impact it has on people's lives is pretty incredible. So, I mean, it, it, we were p- proud to have sponsored that event. Uh, we sponsor ONU, Operation New Uniform, helping veterans transition into the workforce, uh, private sector, into meaningful careers. Yes, and they actually have graduation this Friday. So there's a whole uh, fresh class of people ready to get to work. You know what I forgot to tell you? Our guest on the 22nd 
uh, is Colleen uh, from Colleen Morris from uh, JDRF. Oh yeah, One uh, Walk. Yeah, she's gonna mm-hmm. she's gonna tell you all about this upcoming JDRF One Walk to help make type one diabetes type one make it type none. Okay, that and JDRF helps fund the research to, uh, to eventually find a cure for type one diabetes. I've been on the board of directors for the last two years for uh, Northern uh, Florida chapter, and uh, it's a big part of our lives. We sponsor the mm-hmm. events. We're sponsoring uh, One Walk uh, yes. again this year, and our team at Ascendo Resources will be out there. They'll have bouncy houses, and our team will be. Yeah, you Pete know, and I will not. We'll tickets. be at, at a wedding. Just oh yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are actually. Uh, are we at a wedding? Or are we in the Bahamas? Well, the the wedding is in the Bahamas. Oh yeah, that's right. Right, and then we leave from there to. A but it'll be a great time. We all of, well, they'll be out there. They'll be face painting and be sweating and having a good time and cheering everybody on. Right it'll over the course time. of three weeks, it's almost like that Beach Boy song. We'll be in Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to. to we're not going to. We're not going to Bermuda. Not to Bermuda, but Bahama. Come on, Bermuda. Yeah, I didn't plan our travel really well this year. Yeah, it's really crazy, that. and it's that's unusual for us. But you know, we have a commitment that we're going to be 30 pounds lighter in six weeks. <laughs> uh, uh, now it's a, a collective agreement. It's not your 30. I'm going to have my I'm mouth 30. wired shut. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. sorry. Give us one All more right. mailbag okay, so last, we're running out of time. Okay, here. last email, um, and I'll just quickly summarize. So um, a brand-new manager um, is having a difficult time reporting to somebody that's less qualified than they are. Okay, quit. Immediately quit. <laughs> <laughs> can Call they, me. Can they take that person in a fight? Because you got a quick punch to the Ooh, gym. <laughs> that we would need to know that. Okay, so they're, they're reporting to a person less qualified. And if they're a brand new manager, number one, give it a little bit of time. Because you're not qualified. Right, right. No, I would <laughs> no. say give it a little bit of time. You're assessing uh, maybe on certain things you know. But now you're a new manager maybe reporting directly to this person. I, I, I don't know the individual. You and know, maybe they can swap roles and they can become a mentor to that new manager if you're so right, awesome. Right. No, I'm kidding. Well, you know, it is true, you know, yeah. and even I report to people that I, I, in my role right now, as it exists as a partner in Jacksonville to people that are much less. You know, I thought of you when this question came up. <laughs> experience across. that I am, but I do my best. I do my level best at the role that I'm in. I work my smartest and I work my hardest every day. And, you know, I, I don't have a frown. That frown's turned upside down and I'm smiling every day because I work hard. I do my best. Work hard. Have fun, give back. We're bumping up against time. Got so it. right now, let's get to one of my favorite segments of the whole show. This is where we get our Boston update from Boston Danny. Remember, if you have a special someone, maybe it's their birthday, an anniversary, or they made your workday just a little bit brighter and you'd like to recognize and, and reward them for it, send us an email. Send your email to Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com. I'll give it to Boston Danny, and he'll give your special someone a wicked piss a shout out like only Boston Danny can. With no further ado, let's get this week's Boston update from Boston Danny. Hello, Jacksonville. Danny here with your Northern Update. Well, we finally got a snowstorm for the season. Wasn't real much, but it made everything look pretty. Um, very nice. It was plowable. And, it, uh, you know, it, it gave everybody a taste of what we used to do around here. We're still down pretty good for snowfall this season. It's, it's you know, it's down to the, uh, you know, we're like negative 40 for snow. Don't get me wrong. I don't miss it. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to have it. It makes things look nice. But, you know, it's March 1st. We turn the corner. 
things are starting to get better. The, the temperature has been, you know, it's been cold, but it's been manageable for us hard workers. We get out there, we do our jobs, we get it done, but it's it's been beautiful. And like I said, March is here. You know, we, we turned that corner, we're coming right around. It's going to be some fun. So on the sports uh, outlook, you know, the Celtics, they're killing it. We don't have too many more games left, but, you know, it's just ripping up through the league. You got to keep an eye on them, folks. Same things with the Bruins. They they cannot find a way to lose. Sometimes it's just unbelievable the way they're meshing and playing. It's just beautiful. Keep an eye on the playoffs. You know, we'll win the President's Cup, but we definitely deserve to get a uh, Stanley Cup this year. We need we need something to parade down Boylston Street. We're getting a little getting a little rusty at it, and we really want to bring something home. Be nice to have them both, but what are we gonna do? Uh, the Red Sox, they're killing it. They're doing they're doing good. We're looking all right. You know, we got Alex Corey. He's very optimistic with the, with the group that we got and the new rules in baseball. Maybe make it seem a little bit better. Get people back watching it. But it's very good. But, you know, like I said, folks, come on up to New England. We'll figure out what we got going on up here. Uh, I read in the paper the other day up in Maine. It's a beautiful state in New England. It's just wonderful if you get a chance to get up to there. They got everything going for you. Everything from the mountains to the seashore and everything else in there. But um, up in Agunquit, which isn't too far from Boston, they were voted number four beach in the United States. It's a pretty nice spot. Great town. A lot of, a lot of breweries, a lot of sand a lot of a lot of things to do up there in that end of the woods so why don't you come on up and check us out so also you know i always tell you you got to send us the shout outs we'll give you the birthdays we'll give you the anniversaries whatever you need i'll put them on the air for you and just uh you know rip them up and mangling them up like you want them to so this week we got plenty of birthdays i want to wish a wicked piss of birthday and these go out to uh michael cagle and mitch ike ayaton kelly Mantle, Eric Murray, and Alex Stuckey. Remember, it's your day, guys. You you do what you can because it's uh, a happy birthday. Brothers and sisters in Jacksonville, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Remember your first responders, your uh, military, your active duty, and your retired, and don't forget your, uh, your police and firemen, everybody in there, all right? Enjoy the week. All right, another gem from Boston, Annie, and guess what? You did it. You just listened to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy and Angie, your Pete, mom. Your mom. I your was mom. trying to say it first. Your mom. Your mom.